Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Carolina, later today. We're planning for rainfall. Virginia getting ready for the remnants of Ian. I'm Nick Ainelli. Also this morning. A judge makes an order in the court challenge of the early counting of mail-in ballots in Maryland. I'm Mike Marilla. The response after an area high school student is seen on video spewing hate. I'm Michelle Bash. Good morning. Welcome in 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. While hurricane trackers are watching Ian gain strength again as it moves up the Atlantic coast toward the Carolinas, a lot of Floridians remain in the dark, close to 2 million customers. The Sunshine State suffered enormous damage. The Fort Myers area was especially hard hit in the Category 4 hit. James Burdett lost his house in it. It didn't last too long when the big bad wolf come on and puffed it away. Um, but I literally watched my house disappear with everything in it. Hundreds have been rescued, but authorities think more needs to be. Here's CBS's Jason Allen. Rescue crews across central Florida are searching for people trapped by the floodwaters left behind by Hurricane Ian. Paramedics use stretchers to get these nursing home residents in Orlando out of danger. Because we were going to, like, walk up here, and they said, no, 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 you're not. Joan and James Farr were taken to safety on an airboat after crews told them it was too treacherous to leave their home on foot. We will see what goes next. We'd like to come back, but we don't know. And up the coast as Ian approaches the Carolinas, WCSC-TV's Cameron Bob checked out storm preparations in downtown Charleston. Just like how you at home have been preparing for the storm, tying down furniture, putting your cars in garages, the city of Charleston doing the exact same thing. They've actually laid out hoses for temporary storm pumps. It is past dawn now in Moscow, where Russian President Putin is soon expected to announce the formal annexation or grab of four regions of Ukraine. President Biden. The United States, I want to be very clear about this. The United States will never, never, never recognize Russia's claims on Ukraine sovereign territory. Hardly any other nation in the world does either. The war there now seven months old. Russia calling up more men to fight it. Entertainment news from late night TV comedy. The Daily Show's Trevor Noah. I realize there's another part of my life that I want to I want to carry on exploring. You know, I miss learning other languages. I miss going to other countries and putting on shows. I you know, miss just being everywhere, doing everything. So after seven years, Trevor Noah will be leaving The Daily Show, although the date is not yet set. Checking on the pandemic, that's taken a million, 59,000 lives here. More than three in four Americans now live in areas of low COVID-19 community levels. That's the biggest share of the country living in areas shaded green on the CDC's map in months. But health experts warn there are signs the feared fall and winter wave of infections could now be around the corner. Cases and hospitalizations are on the rise in several European countries and COVID hospitalizations in New England have now climbed to the worst levels in months. CBS's Alexander Tin. Asian financial markets are lower. U.S. market futures down too. Dow futures down 73. This is CBS News. Women's leadership is elevating our world and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News and World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash womenfirst. WTOP at 103. 
Good Friday morning. Welcome to a, the last day of this month, September 30th, 2022. Mostly cloudy, mild, comfortable overnight early morning. 40s and 50s for the low by daybreak Friday. We're at 54 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we head into this 1 a.m. hour together. Hurricane Ian has regained some strength this overnight early morning after exiting Florida, taking aim now at South Carolina. The National Hurricane Center says the storm spent only a few hours as a weakened tropical storm over Florida before it spun up into a Category 1 hurricane in the Atlantic Ocean. Reported winds 80 miles per hour this hour. Rescue crews are wading through water and using boats to rescue Florida residents stranded in the wake of Hurricane Ian. Governor Ron DeSantis says there had been at least 700 confirmed rescues in Florida with likely more to come with all that devastation. President Joe Biden, for his part, says the hurricane may be responsible for substantial loss of life and could end up being the deadliest storm in Florida history. Here in the D.C. area, meantime, we're expecting to see the rain this weekend from the remnants of Ian. Late today or tomorrow, Friday, that's later on today, of course, that would be. And at least through the weekend, we're told, several days. Forecasters expect some flooding as well. Virginia's getting ready for Ian's severe weather. From Saturday through about Monday, and we anticipate the rain to arrive later in the day tomorrow. Governor Glenn Youngkin declared a state of emergency with the southern, central, and eastern portions of the state expected to get hit the hardest. Lauren Opet with the Virginia Department of Emergency Management. We're definitely watching the entire Commonwealth. Uh, we know from previous storms that they have the ability to shift. They have the ability to drop higher than projected rainfall totals. Rain and tidal flooding expected to last through the weekend and into next week. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 105. Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP this early morning. A push to temporarily pause the early counting of mail-in ballots in Maryland has been denied this week by an appeals court. But attorneys for the Republican gubernatorial candidate who was calling for the pause says this morning that he is not sure that means the counting will get underway. Republican Dan Cox is challenging a Montgomery County Circuit Court decision that gave the green light to the counting of mail-in ballots before the election. He says the court shouldn't make that change. The General Assembly and governor should. Now, as that challenge moves through the courts, the Maryland Court of Special Appeals decided to deny a stay, which effectively will allow for the early counting of ballots to begin as soon as this weekend. But Cox's attorney, Ed Hartman, says not so fast. He's not certain this means the counting will happen because he has also been asked by the Court of Appeals to respond to a filing by the Office of the Attorney General by today. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 106 Friday morning. A student locally at Governor Thomas Johnson High in Frederick is facing several uh, severe, that is, discipline and criminal charges this morning. This after apparently using hate speech and racial slurs against black people in a video posted to social media recently. WTOP confirms this morning the student was a JV football player but was kicked off the team. Extremely disturbing. That's how Frederick County Public Schools Superintendent Cheryl Dyson and School Board President Brad Young described the video in a joint message. They say racism and hate have no place in our community nor in our schools. Adding, this incident demonstrates our need to continue our unrelenting efforts to foster an inclusive and safe environment. In her own message, the principal of Governor Thomas Johnson High, Tracy Kibler, urges parents to let kids know when it comes to hate speech online, it's okay to report it, don't repost it. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Meantime, members of the Frederick County School Board are discussing a proposed policy on racism. 
The four-page document covers such matters as hiring, training, and data collection, as well as the curriculum itself, and urging, at the same time, board members to engage in candid, action-oriented discussions about race and inequality in the school system. Volunteers and the board's Racial Equity Committee initially wrote the policy, but it has since been reworked by the board's policy committee. Final votes could happen by year's end. Stay tuned. WTOP at 107, traffic and weather coming right up. Stay with us. Diamonds Direct's unbelievable zero-interest finance offer is coming to a close. But you have until this Sunday to take advantage of five years zero-interest financing on any purchase. Now more than ever, it's the smartest way to buy. You can get that engagement ring or fabulous piece of designer jewelry and spread your payments over five years without paying a dime in interest. This amazing offer is good through this weekend only. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get all the details, including special Sunday. Sunday hours at DiamondsDirect.com on approved credit. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Friday morning, September 30th at 108. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Underham, the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Uh, good news on the outer loop of the Bellway. First, you still have the emergency work as you approach and pass over Branch Avenue. Stay left to get past that now. At the scene of the multi-vehicle crash right near the interchange for Joint Base Andrews Exit 9, traffic now gets by single file to left. Again, does not appear to have any serious injury involved here, but it's a dump truck, two SUVs, and a passenger car, so cleanup may be extensive. We will keep you posted, but again, they do have the left lane getting by now past the crash scene. Now, if you're traveling to or from the eastern shore on the Bay Bridge, the overnight work was picked up early. They are now under wind warnings at the Bay Bridge, which means sustained winds of 30 to 39 miles per hour. Uh, but again, no vehicle restrictions, three lanes westbound, two lanes eastbound. And for now, no delay, then heads up for the paving that continues 50 westbound. Between the entrance to Sandy Point, headed toward Cape St. Clair Road, single file left past the Millingen paving, uh, 66 in Virginia. Eastbound, approaching 234 Sudley Road, single left lane past the work zone. Then down to a single left lane between 29 and 28 in Centerville. Never got word that they closed the ramp to go north on 20, which tends to happen when you're getting by to the left. Uh, still waiting for confirmation on that. Approaching Route 15, again approaching Nutley Street, single right lanes closed. And then uh, the ramp from eastbound 66 to the inner loop of the Beltway closed by the work center ramp to the outer loop does remain open. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Tracking the next couple of days, uh, we've seen a lot of sunshine for the past few, and now it looks like you're going to need that umbrella. We actually need the rain, and we're going to get that rain as Hurricane Ian makes its way our direction. It will not be a hurricane, a tropical storm, or even a depression by the time we see the rain, but for us, uh, it'll just be a rainmaker. So expect showers uh, during the afternoon on your Friday, heavier rain Friday night. Saturday, a shower activity, high of 64, 63 on Sunday with a better chance for rain. Same deal on Monday. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're at 58 at the wharf in D.C., 58 in Oxon Hill, 55 in Sterling. What do you know? Friday morning, September 30th, last day of this month, 54 degrees and holding. In our nation's capital, this latest check brought to you by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 110. Good morning. WTOP and Silver Diner bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP. At home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday for dine-in lunch only at 18 Silver Diner locations. Enter today at WTOP.com. Search Free Lunch Friday. I'm Tamron Hall. Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best? Eggland's Best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs. 
with six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 111. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP this early morning. The images right now coming out of Florida are stunning. Entire neighborhoods flattened by Hurricane Ian. Hundreds have been rescued in high water, and the storm promises to create a lot more devastation as it now spins into the Atlantic this morning before coming ashore in South Carolina eventually and moving up the coast. There's a lot of work ahead for FEMA, and President Joe Biden has this week praised the people who work there, saying they're restoring America's faith in the government. The president further says over the past six to ten years, that faith has been eroding. This morning, CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett, who also hosts the Takeout podcast, joins WTOP to explain how federal and state governments must work together despite political lines in situations like this. Cooperation is absolutely the key, and nonpartisan cooperation, linking arms, getting things solved to the best of everyone's ability as rapidly as possible. And for the federal government, and I've been covering storms since I started covering the White House in the late 1990s, every president and every administration has three goals preparation, performance, and communication. And the federal government needs to buttress the work of the states in all three respects. Prepare, meaning preposition things to the best of your ability. Perform once the storm has passed to deal with the most immediate needs and then communicate relentlessly in collaboration with whoever the governor is and do as much as you can to reinforce what the state and local governments, because they're the point of most relief can do. And for this administration, and there are lots of doubts about whether the federal government can function well with a midterm coming rapidly, the performance and pre preparation and communication will be vital to the larger national political evaluation of this administration and its effectiveness. Major, speaking of performance, a lot of people are looking at President Biden and uh, they're questioning his age. They accuse him of not being mentally mm -hmm. sharp. And during a news conference fighting hunger, this happened. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? And that president called out to Indiana Republican Congresswoman Jackie Walorski, who, as you know, died in a car crash in early August. Mm -hmm. It's been getting a lot of play. What's your analysis? It was a huge mistake, and the White House had a choice. Not to say that Jackie Wilorski was on the top of the president's mind because of her career identification with this issue of hunger. She's passed away. Tragically, it was national news for a couple of days. It was a huge mistake, just a gaffe, terrible and painful. Say that. Admit it. Do it front and center. In the president's own words, the very next time he's at a microphone, this White House chose differently, intensifying the sense of scrutiny and intensifying what most people who look at this issue say is an undue sensitivity about the president's mental acuity. Well, if you do things like that and don't acknowledge them straight up and peer into the camera and say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, let's move on, you let this thing linger. And for whatever reasons, the White House has chosen that strategy, which baffles me nearly as much as the gap itself. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett and a conversation with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Friday, last day of this month, September 30th. 115 sports time, and once again, Rob's turn this early hour. Thursday night football quickly became a referendum on the NFL's concussion protocols. The lasting image of the Bengals' 27-15 win over the Dolphins is Miami's Tua Tungavailoa laid on the turf in the fencing response following head and neck injuries that sent him to the hospital just four days after being tested for a concussion in the win over the Bills, prompting the players' union to request an investigation. Tua was conscious. He had movement in all his extremities. Respectfully moving back home, the Washington Commanders look likely to go into Dallas quite thin on the offensive line with Wes Schweitzer still sidelined at Thursday practice by a concussion and Charles Leno still limited. So Jack Del Rio's defense will need to step up. We got turnovers in bunches throughout the offseason. I'm surprised we haven't got them going yet, but they come and we'll get ours. Washington has one takeaway, lowest in the league, and their minus four turnover ratio is second worst. We discussed that on the DC Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And Dave Johnson said this about the Wizards ahead of their preseason opener in Japan. The Memphis Grizzlies, look at their story last year. They had an incredible player like John Moran. But it's about the chemistry coming together around them. And Bradley Beal could average 30 points. He's an elite player. So as I'm watching Kristaps Porzingis make corner threes and Kyle Kuzma do what he does, this team has talent. They'll face the Warriors at 6 a.m. our time. The Nationals will host a Friday day-night doubleheader against the Phillies after moving Saturday night's game to a 1 p.m. Friday start due to the remnants of Hurricane Ian expected to hit this area. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob, as always. 116 Friday morning on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following at TOP this morning, Amar. Ian is a hurricane again this overnight early morning with sustained winds said to be at least 80 miles an hour this hour. The deadly storm expected to hit the South Carolina coast around noon today this Friday with dangerous flooding, storm surges, and strong winds expected. Congress moving quickly to avoid a government shutdown. The Senate has passed a short-term spending bill that would finance federal agencies into mid-December. The legislation also providing money to low-income families for winter heating and money for Ukraine now heading to the House. And a Rockville couple is accused this morning of trying to sell protected and personal health information involving U.S. military members to Russia, but they were caught by an undercover FBI agent. They could face decades in prison. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes, where the time Friday morning, September 30th, is now 117. Loudoun County trying something new these days in an attempt to give students, parents, and staff alike a way to work out problems with the school system. I don't conduct investigations. But as Loudoun County's first ever ombuds, Carrie Williams is the designated impartial resource to hear people's concerns and offer suggestions about how to resolve them. I do not advocate for any particular party or individual, but I do advocate for a timely, fair, and equitable process. Until now, the issue might be dealt with through a complaint or a lawsuit. The hope is that individuals will reach out to me prior to escalating their concern through a more formal manner. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. It's Friday at 118 in the morning on WTLP. Driving and weather on the eights and when it breaks. Rich Hunter's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Where traffic had been stopped for approximately 20 minutes. You're moving again southbound 95 as you approach and pass Route 630. Stafford headed down towards Centerport Parkway between mile markers 139 and 138. Should be getting by. Single file left again through the work zone, but it is very slow. Please be careful. Headed south on 95. You're going to see the brake lights coming up as you come south route, uh, Route 610 down toward Route 630. Now, beyond that, nothing else in your way getting down to Fredericksburg. Again, to avoid it. 
Route 1 down the Centerport Parkway puts you back on the interstate beyond the works and in any associated delay. Now, if you're traveling in the district, just got word over on Capitol Hill, Independence Avenue closed between Washington Avenue and First Street Southeast. That as a result of some maintenance work with the Jersey Wall barrier. So, again, that's going to be closed for probably a couple of hours. Over in Montgomery County, Randolph Road remains closed between Neville Street and Park Lawn Drive. That's repairs uh, that have to be done to the railroad crossing signals as a result of a freight train colliding with a work vehicle. Again, that is closed until further notice. Still cleaning up the crash on the outer loop as you approach the exit for Joint Base Andrews. Single file left, get you by there. You're also getting by a single file left, what it, uh, they termed as emergency work on the outer loop as you cross over Branch Avenue as well. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Continuing to track Hurricane Ian, making its way toward the South Carolina coast and then moving through South Carolina and towards North Carolina and then our direction with rain by Friday afternoon and evening. The rain gets heavier after sunset. Some heavy rain, actually, in parts of the area on our Friday night, so not the best night at all. Saturday, we'll see some showers. Not a washout Saturday. Uh, take the umbrella with you, but most of the day might be on the drier side. Still a lot of cloud cover. I have only 64. 63 on Sunday. Better chance of rain moving back in. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 58 degrees at Tyson's Corner, 61 in Crofton, 58 Lafon Plaza, and it is 54 and holding at our nation's capital. What am our Friday morning, September 30th here at WTLP? This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. Here in the community. Maryland says one person. On Capitol Hill. Bringing you the news that shapes our region. Listen to WTOP on air on the WTOP app and on Alexa. Washington's top news, constantly updated 24-7, 365. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal, V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veriheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veriheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veriheal.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP News. Good Friday morning. Welcome to the last day of this month, September 30th, 2022, where the time now is 1.22. Glad you're with us. A Baltimore anesthesiologist and her spouse, an Army major, are accused of trying to sell military medical data to Russia. Federal prosecutors in the case say the couple tried to pass federally protected medical information to an undercover FBI agent who they thought was a Russian embassy worker. This morning, WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green explains the charges in this case. Conspiracy and wrongful disclosure of individually identifiable health information are the charges. And basically, they were planning, allegedly, to provide medical information of U.S. military personnel onto the government to pass this information onto the government of Russia. In fact, during a meeting with an undercover FBI agent, Anna Gabrielin, 
passed on allegedly information belonging to one military member's spouse onto this agent and apparently had some information that they were willing to pass on and may have passed on about an Air Force veteran and allegedly had plans to share medical data, the military medical data of other members of the U.S. military connected to Fort Bragg onto this person whom they believed was connected to the Russian government. J.J., some may ask, this doesn't seem to be the same as, like, passing nuclear submarine secrets. So why is this case so significant? This is significant because Gabriellen allegedly approached the Russian embassy with this offer. And she said during a meeting with the undercover FBI agent, according to these documents, that she'd reached out via phone and via email with this information. It took place, this meeting between her and this undercover agent took place in Gaithersburg in August of this year. This was information she believed Russia could exploit. You might ask how. Illnesses and other medical issues are often used and other things that may contribute to a person's standing or lack of standing in a service are often used by foreign intelligence agencies to blackmail people. And that, I think, was the thinking behind sharing this information. It could reflect negatively on their ability to serve. How does this uh, compare to other cases like this, J.J.? I think the most important thing to look at here is that what I've learned in reading these documents and in talking to a couple of people, this is a situation allegedly involving someone that might be what we call a true believer. No money's involved. This person doing this because they believe they have some kind of patriotic or self-declared duty to that government. And when you consider what Russia's involved in now in Ukraine and when this took place, because it took place after this war started, then you have to seriously understand that there are people out there, even though Russia's doing what it's doing, there are people out there that may be still loyal to them, that are not connected to them in any other way except for this loyalty they feel to Russia, despite what Russia's doing. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Time now, 125. Friday morning, September 30th. Money News, a preview of your business day this Friday. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Travelers to Florida who booked accommodations through Airbnb and were forced to cancel due to the hurricane may be out of luck. Airbnb's cancellation policy excludes Florida's storm season, calling it foreseeable. That leaves customers at the mercy of hosts' generosity. As we approach the holidays, things don't look good for smartphones and PCs. Memory chip maker Micron Technology gave a weak forecast for the current quarter. Demand for Micron's chips are seen as a key indicator for the electronics industry. Have you started your holiday shopping? Two in five shoppers in an NPD group survey say they started before October. One in five plan to spend less this year. As it struggles to get sales back on track, Peloton is making its exercise bikes and other equipment available in more places. It will begin selling its bikes and treadmills at more than 100 Dick's Sporting Goods stores. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. How a busy baker beat back foot pain. Meet Sanja. Brownies, cupcakes, cookies. I love to bake. There have been times when I've been on my feet for at least 12 hours. And that's how things went from sweet to sour. I had excruciating pain in both feet to a point where I had to limp. Okay, close your eyes and imagine. Well, unless you're driving. 
Yes. Imagine you bought a scratch ticket from the Iowa Lottery. Or someone gave you one. Yes, right. And you scratch, and you've won. Won big. Yes. In fact, there are 13 holiday games with big cash prizes. And if you don't win, play it again. You can still win up to $100,000 in the VIP club. But you have to enter and see rules and complete details at ialottery.com slash VIP. Yes. Thank you.